What's up, fellow teens? Welcome to Jergen It, the only Secret Life podcast, probably. I'm your sexual fantasy, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I was raised in the cutlery drawer. Yay. Hey, uh, we're so talking about... this episode is uh, episode eight, Your Cheatin' Heart. I don't know why and it's called that. <laughs> I mean, the, this show really has I a watched, way of making titles it. that have nothing to do with the episodes. I watched but it this twice and takes was the like... Cake. There's one thing I can think about that has to do with cheating, and we'll get there, but God, this episode, my God, I... <laughs> Before we even get to the episode, I want to talk about the pre- previously on. I don't watch this. I don't know if we, I don't know if we discussed this last time. I feel like we completely missed this, but uh, there's a scene in the last episode where Amy's like yelling at Ricky and he's like, since when do you, since when are you all whatever? And he's like, or she's like... I'm perfectly capable of speaking for myself. And he's like, oh, since when? And she says, since I learned I would be responsible for another human life. And that's like... Hey, she did it. This is this is the first scene where you're talking like this. And that means that you literally... <laughs> yeah, it's canon. In episode seven, Amy learns that she's going to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's... Well, let's dive into it. Yep. Let's dip our toes in. in the kitchen, Mims- making baking. Mimsy, the lost golden girl. My God, she's like clad in pink, sizzling up the bacon. Yeah, everyone's favorite grandma, Mimsy. And uh, let me tell you, I liked Mimsy for about five seconds until she. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was like, like, oh, she's, she's, she's like, oh, hi, Amy, sweet, oh, sweet she's, Amy. She's loving and nurturing and positive. And then it and takes. Then she's like. <laughs> Yeah. Well, takes, what was your what was the straw that broke your uh, it was back? when she said like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." I wasn't talking to you, Amy. I was talking to the baby. <laughs> that was I, like 4 seconds into me knowing Mimsy. I was like, "Well, I'm done with you now, Mimsy." That was for me that that was like, "Oh, she's she's a she's a bit of an oddball." But I mean, the, <sighs> she goes by the name Mimsy, so I was like, "Whatever." But then uh for me it was uh when when she's like now, Amy, don't you worry about it. Not a bit. And I was like, oh, that's terrible advice for a 15-year-old who's having a baby. So Mimsy is... Ext- One thing you gotta know about Mimsy is she is so proud of Amy for getting teen pregnant. She's happier that she, Amy is teen she's pregnant. the happiest person she's like, on this show. She's like, thank God my... 15 year old granddaughter's having a baby it's not even like it's it's okay the it's like this is an inherently good thing she literally says life just wants another beautiful creature hey hey the universe wants another beautiful creature and the universe yeah. is and also she you. she gets a sick burn on amy when, oh my when, god when uh ann walks in and she's like oh why why didn't you tell me you were coming down and she's like oh well you know i just i was just kind of a spur of the moment thing you know i'm not a planner you're not a planner and she points at Amy and she goes, and neither are you. Uh, <laughs> oh, boo, 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 what a terrible thing to say. Yeah, oh that, that was like a follow-up on the, the same writer was like, when when he came up with, uh, at least I'm not late for my period, he also came up with that and he was like, we need to get They have one line. resident burn writer who just writes things <laughs> that just make the, every character look shittier. His his title on the on the staff is pregnancy burn writer. Okay, so, so as I said, uh, Mimsy... So Amy wakes up and sees Mimsy in the kitchen, sizzling bacon, and, like, this isn't like Mimsy is staying. This is Mimsy appeared in their house, no one knew she was coming, and she's just, at four in the morning, like, woke up and drove to their house and started cooking bacon. Like, she broke in. Yeah. She entered, yeah. yeah, She breaks in and starts cooking some bacon. Specifically, she says for George, 
Yeah, she's, normal. She's That's like, what you do. I brought my own bacon to cook for George. And then uh, Ashley immediately... As you do. Ashley immediately comes in and is just like, pranked. Or, sorry. And is like, oh, George is in North Carolina. Yeah. Cool. We're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in he's in North Carolina at a uh, you know one of those furniture things. One of those furniture con- fern cons. It's fortunately though it's very there's like a zero percent chance of of uh, her getting caught in this lie because it's not like George is staying somewhere very visible that would, uh, his lie could be easily exposed. Or it's not like foreshadowing. Uh, it's not like thirteen um, years ago George and Amy popped out a horrible yeah. monster child named Ashley. <laughs> Yeah, well, I that that is true. That is true. George and Amy did not have a daughter Fuck! named Ashley. That's I'm gonna just cut that out. Uh, <laughs> anyway, s- so yeah, Ashley Ashley shows up, and then Mimsy Mimsy cracks her knuckles and like, and she's like, "Don't worry, I've got a sick burn ready for you." She's she such goes, a terrible. Person. You know, Ashley. If anyone told me that someone in the family would get pregnant as a teenager, I would have said it was you. Why is she doing this? It's She's like, the sick burn grandma. It's I don't like the sick burn grandma. Uh, yeah. Ashley basically pranks the family by like getting Mimsy to stay with them for some reason because because she's like why don't you just wait till George comes back from North Carolina where well, he totally the reason, is the reason she she got Mimsy to stay with them it wasn't to have Mimsy stay with them it was because Anne hasn't told Mimsy yes. about her and George separating so she's like ah ha. If I, if I tell her to stay for a week, then, uh, because we already told her that George is coming home tonight, so if she's here for a week, then Dad has to stay for a whole week. So she's, she's like, move over, Ricky. Someone else has got a web of lies to spin. She's and, twiddling uh, her fingers together, and, uh... Then Ashley, Ashley, uh... Makes another timely the, reference for a 13-year-old yeah. in 2008, when she, she calls... She's like... <laughs> she calls Madison yeah. and Lauren Millie and Vanilli. Yeah, so... Boo, 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 here's boo, here's another, another classic fact check that you come here to jergen it for, um... So this show takes place in 2008, and Ashley's 13, so she was born in 95. Oh my god, and, Ashley's uh, older than me! Yeah. Oh no. And, uh, Millie, Millie Vanilli... They were over. They were not happening in 1995. Don't all of you, only 90s kids remember Millie Vanilli. I mean, <laughs> remember when we liked Ashley? Because I don't. Yeah, Millie Vanilli, who uh, famously were very popular in 1990. So I guess we should clarify for anyone, any of our younger listeners. Yeah, I don't even know if you know this. Uh, what happened with Millie? Vanilli. Millie Vanilli was uh, caught like lip syncing, right? Wasn't that what they yeah, thing yeah. was? Yeah, yeah, they were like pl- they were like live on like MTV doing a performance and like the CD that lo- they were singing with like started skipping and they just ran away. Just like Madison and, <laughs> and then Lauren. Their, then their career immediately fell apart. Whoops. And that was in 1990, so I don't know why <laughs> Ashley would even know that Ashley, they exist. Ashley loves Blind Lemon Jefferson, she loves Millie Vanilli and she loves the Three Stooges so goddamn much. Well, the bl- the Blind Lemon Jefferson. Oh, that's right. Sorry, that was bad. Uh, ben, Ben the music hater. <laughs> ben, Ben the boy who hates music so much. Um, we cut to George. George has nowhere yep. to stay, so he sleeps in his furniture store. But he doesn't yep. just sleep in his furniture store. Yep. He sleeps in the front window display. Yep. And and then like yeah, he's, he's a man. He's he a mannequin. He's a man. He's just he's, dis- he's showing off the bed. <laughs> it's like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes a bed salesman by just sleeping in them. I mean, that's the, what? Uh, that's the thing though, is. What happens is, uh, like, everyone's, like, watching 
George in the window and he gets up and he's like in his underwear and he's yeah. like scratching yeah, his yeah. butt and then he just like turns around and like points at the sign that says sail and he's like <laughs> he turns around and bends over and he looks back and he like puts his finger in his mouth and he's like oh and he's, he's kind of he kind of starts like wiggling his butt oh god no he's just like posing for the viewers also, like hey very... you like what you see it's on sale not me <laughs> no um, you're yeah. talking so like that was what, I, that was what I didn't get though was like okay I when this happened I was like oh my god the writers are so stupid they put him like why wouldn't he sleep in a bed that's not right in front of the window? Yeah. But then he, then he like points to the for sale. He's like, the oh, yeah. bed's on sale. And I was like, wait, did I, I honestly couldn't tell if he literally did that to try to sell the bed. I, I really couldn't tell. It's really weird. But also, weird. you know what I love when I'm buying a bed is when I know that some weird man has been man sleeping has in it. slept in it. Yeah, that that makes me feel great about buying this bed. I mean, Thanks, George. Yeah, that's why my car, I bought my car slept in. Yeah, uh, so I guess I guess he, he's staying here because he broke up with Adrian's mom and he no longer has a place to stay. Which, you know, it sucks. There's there's no yeah. shower, but on the bright side, he doesn't have to brush his teeth because he's got all his mints. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, sh- he puts mints in water, he mixes the mints in the water, and he just pours that on his chest and body. <laughs> fresh uh i swear to god the theme song for this show just gets worse and <laughs> yeah this, the piano this, sounded this louder the... to me like the t- <laughs> <laughs> it hurt my ears secret life theme song but the piano gets louder every time <laughs> every yeah. time that uh, every every horrible. episode i feel like i can i can feel the theme song coming in like earlier and earlier uh, not not that it's happening earlier but it's like ten seconds ahead of time, and I'm just like, "Oh God, it's coming!" Uh, it's so uh, bad. No, the like fade please. into the theme song is just like this long, drawn out note, and then we cut to so the, so <laughs> yeah. In in season five, they fade in, they fade to black during the uh, uh, during fade, the like, previously on <laughs> the, during the first yeah the previously on a slow fade to black over several minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we cut to Ben. That's what it who feels like to watch Secret Life. Fucking like on peyote. At school, yeah, he's hallucinating Amy the, at every the turn. Post-apocalyptic abandoned school <laughs> hallways, totally seeing empty. Amy everywhere. She's like wearing this outfit that we've never seen her in, just like smiling and waving, and then she fades away, and then she appears somewhere else. Like, yeah, wait, hold on, that's a thing throughout the episode. Him like imagining her. Is she wearing? I think she's wearing that outfit every time he imagines. Yeah, it's her. the same ep- outfit, and it's not an outfit we've seen before. What the hell? Is it's just that? one of okay. Amy's very. Amy outfits that she's always wearing. Yeah, also uh, he imagines her with a super also huge this pregnant belly and she's, song, a, and she's in a fursuit. The song that is playing when, when Ben is like wistfully hallucinating has like this discount Tom York singing. Yeah, I was thinking the fucking same thing. Did you think Tom this, York is too? Is this like bargain bin creep? What the fuck is this song? I mean, yes, Ben is a bargain bin creep. <laughs> hey, I'm the Bibsy now. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Uh, Mark snaps Ben out of his, his uh, vision quest and is yeah. just like, Dude, what the hell is going on with you? And then, like, we realize that Ben is just staring into space in the hallway that is crowded. Yeah, and suddenly the school is packed with students. As it always is. What the fuck is happening right now? And he just, like, basically drags Ben by his shirt collar into his office and, like, Ben... He picks him up, but he picks him up with his mouth. He gives him an atomic wedgie. (laughs) 
<laughs> Unrelated. Uh, yeah, um, we learned some really good things about Ben in this episode, by the way. Yeah, I, can I just say, I fucking hate every conversation between Ben and Mark Molina, because Mark Molina is such an enabler. He's He's like, look, you love this girl. It's true love. You're going to be together forever. That's why you need to just deal with it. Like, that... Uh, I mean, he didn't... I'm exaggerating, obviously, but he... he it's it's bad. I, I'm I'm my in my brain. I'm going down the Leo road, and I I can't. So yes. we're gonna move on. Deep breaths. Uh, so it's basically, uh, Mark is just like you need to chill with Amy. You need to take your mind off it. Focus on you know school, other things. Mm-hmm. Ben. Also, we find out that Ben isn't like hallucinating Amy. He's like visualizing her. He put it on his vision board. He yeah. read the secret, and he's like, if I just pretend Amy's here, <laughs> yeah. If I just pretend Amy's here, nope. she'll be here for real. You gotta stop. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And, he literally and, says he sees her everywhere he looks. Yeah, and Mark, Mark's like, yeah, kid, that's that's just what happens when you really love someone. It hurts. It's it's miserable. And then Ben and, is like... There's a fucking... Like, their, their love, okay, is, like, the flimsiest, fakest shit. Like, he's just How a many fucking, air quotes around the word love? A hundred. He's a fu- he's just a fucking horny, lonely TFW no GF incel shithead, and he <laughs> he lucked list. out and met like the loneliest girl at the most vulnerable time in her life. Like there's there's this it's not good. Ben calls it's not Mark, a good thing. Ben calls Mark Molina crazy for telling him that he should like be less sad about this and try to like focus on his life. And I ripped yeah. my skin off. Yeah, that I, I that was one of those moments where like I was I was like writing notes down and I unpaused and then Ben like turned and looked at Mark and he's like M- Mark had said like I hate to see you do this to yourself and I unpaused and Ben turns around and goes yeah well what are you doing to yourself do you have anyone in your life and I just paused oh, yeah. immediately and started screaming like God what is this fucking shit with Ben and like his weird insight but the thing into is Mark's that he's right. is based on fucking nothing he's right though is the worst part also uh, yeah why is he right also uh I know for like this point I mean obviously it was obvious but like the moment that Ben is like. I miss Amy so much. That was the point I realized. Oh, of course Amy's going to come back in this episode. Of course, because everything... This show is in Ben's mm-hmm. favor 100% yeah, this is, of the time. this is the Ben show. This is the Ben gets what? good stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Ben's Ben's girlfriend who who love him. Yeah. Ben, Ben, Amy love him, her, her, her BF, Ben. Uh, ben, Ben. Ben yeah, love ben. him. Ben, ben love him own pregnant ben. girl. Ben, Ben. Ben. It's Ben. Ben is basically the Rudy of this show. The uh, Secret Life of Ben. The ben. Secret Life. Of this ben. is Ben. It's the Ben Show. Fuck me. Uh, why are we? Sp- <sighs> that he's he's talking to Merlin. He's talking to Melina. And he's like, I'd rather you. You're just too scared to be miserable or, uh, to get involved with someone. Well, I'd rather be miserable and involved. And the, it like starts playing the the like oh, meaningful like- music, and I'm like. It- no! Stop it! Stop the scene! Why is this happening? So we cut. So now we're with Ricky and Adrian. Adrian is, as we have often seen, Adrian closing her locker yeah. in Ricky's face. <laughs> yeah, and and Ricky's like, I've been so busy learning about babies and stuff. And then yeah, uh, Adrian's like, uh-huh. Hey, yeah. Ricky, if you come over to my house tonight, I'll remind you of where yep. babies come from. Now the science is still out on this. Well, no, because what you're, because she's, she's, um, uh, prospective, uh, sex ed major. Right? That's true. She wants to go to, she's uh, gonna go to college for sex ed. <laughs> like we all do. 
Yeah. Uh, this is a real bitch Adrian episode, by the way. Lots of yeah. Lots this of is bitch this is a full on uh, beginning to end bitch Adrian episode, which but, I don't think we've had. I, I think this is our first. But I feel like uh, yeah, Adrian does kind of a smart and is like, hey Ricky, if you want to like be involved with Amy's baby, I don't think I want to date you. And yeah, like, and that's that's the weird thing though. Is like I I was like that's fair, but I also feel like she's doing this to like try to get him to abandon his kid. That was how it came across to me. Yeah. I really couldn't tell if that was what they were getting at. I, but, I also, uh, uh, Adrian calls Grace over and I was like, oh, cool. They're going to like continue this, like Grace and Adrian are friends now thing. But then it turns out that it's just Adrian's like mind games on Ricky again. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's I, me I and really Grace. Didn't get, by the way, friends. Th- there was a part right when, right when Ricky and Adrian like start talking where she's, she's like, he, he's like, why does it bother you that I care that I, about the kid that's going to be mine? And she, she's like, I don't think you care. I think you're just pretending to care because you feel like you should care. Oh. And he's like, he's like, well, what's the difference? Like, I mean, yeah, what is the difference? Good point, actually. There is like, if he if he's learning how to be responsible and take care of this kid because he knows it's the right thing to do. Good. Yeah. Why uh, is why is that a problem, Adrian? God. That being said, Ricky really just oh, takes. Oh a, yeah, I, I Ricky takes a huge mention. drop. He's, in uh, my says, favor, because he says Amy is running away from her problems by, like, leaving yeah. and going to Mimsy's. Fuck you, Rick! You were so close! He was so close yeah. to his redemption arc, and then he said that, and that fucking sucks. He, yeah, that's- it's a- it's a bad moment, he gets better. He's, and, and then he's also still, in the same- He's still epi- in the redemption arc phase. And the, immediately after, like, shortly after, he's like, Also, people are looking at me, too. This is- this is- I'm the one- my reputation is online here. Yeah, he's a- he's a men's rights activist for this scene. Uh, um... Yeah, I also when 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 he says to Adrian what's the difference? She says exactly. <laughs> which kind of makes the whole conversation why what? Anyway. Ricky begins to weave his grace web again in this episode and I hate it. And Grace says is that, that a euphemism. Yeah. Uh Grace says um, that it would be good if Amy gave her baby up for adoption. And then we see Madison Oh, also, Ricky has drumsticks in his pocket again, which is weird cuz he said that he doesn't care about the band. Uh, never mind. Hey, what happened to Madison? Her bangs. Her hair looks. Her bangs oh, yeah. look normal. Her, I she just, has, like, I wrote hair. down, hey, Madison's hair doesn't look like shit anymore. Shit. She's like, not only, sh- okay. Madison is like wearing like an outfit that is like revealing cleavage and her bangs are fixed and they never explain like why she changed her appearance. No, she got a haircut. It happens. I don't, I don't care well, why her, it happens. Her, it's like just her good. Whole, her whole like, her whole character changed in this episode. No, it didn't. She was acting exactly the same as always. Well, ugh. But she's cat- it's just fucking stupid. It's just it's fucking this, yes. Madison and Lauren's storyline is just so fucking stupid. This episode is horrible. <laughs> I uh, I don't think her personality changed. I think the writers just forgot who the characters were and what the fucking point of anything was. Anyway, Ricky comes up to Madison and then like stares at her boobs for a second. Do you remember when I when I got mad at you because I said something and you were just like, no, I think it was this, and I was like, wait, wow, way to yes and me, and now I'm doing the exact same thing to you. Yeah. I'm a good podcast host. We're both really good and good at improv and comedy. Uh, so yes, Ricky walks up to Madison and just like sees her boobs, and it's just like, oh look, this. His eyes shoot out of his head like a curtain. <laughs> uh, and he, then he he just goes auga. Yeah, he just goes auga, and then Madison's like, what the fuck? Uh, but the thing is, is that like he's asked Madison for a- Amy's phone number. Yeah, and then immediately after the scene plays out, because Ricky's voice is just dripping with seduction. Uh, Madison is like, 
dude, Ricky just tried to seduce me. Well, yeah, because Madison, Ricky was trying to get Madison, er, Ricky was trying to get Amy's phone number yeah, from Madison. she's like, hey. And Madison's, Madison's like, hey, if Amy wanted you to have her phone number, she'd have given it to you. So I gave Madison a friend point for that, because that's actually a very that smart point. That is true. Point. But then so she, actually, never mind, you're right, this is not Madison, I don't know who this yeah, is. Yeah, seriously. But, um, I think she actually has two friend points, but I don't remember where she got the first one. Also, when, when Ricky's talking to her, uh, he, he's like, she's like, I'm not giving you her phone number. And Ricky's like, you have amazing eyes. And then because she's a girl, she, she like starts smiling and, and, and laughing. Oh, by the way. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. Speaking of, wait uh, a minute. No. Speaking of that, uh, Mm -hmm. I've, I've, uh, been on Bechdel test watch now and this entire, the everything. Oh, this is the. Bechtel the, the test failing this episode in history. Does does talking about having baby count as passing the Bechtel or failing the Bechtel test? Uh, does is Amy's baby know. a boy? Because I imagine it is. I mean, it doesn't really. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I feel like that counts. But yes, this, this, this episode yeah. is all talking about just boys and pregnant, and there's nothing. There's nothing that yeah, passes. This is a, this is a very a very man episode. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I. Uh, when when Madison walks up to Lauren, we've seen we see the inside of Lauren's locker for the first time, and it says "girls yeah. rule." <laughs> I was hoping you would look because uh, when she closed her locker at the end of the scene, I, I was like, "Oh, I didn't even think to look." Yeah, it says locker, "girls but... rule" on the inside. It says "I, I recycle like, thank, boys." Thank God my brother's on locker watch because I keep forgetting. Yeah, uh, science rules. I I fucking hate Madison and Lauren so much. You know, this was my this was almost my cool teen moment. This scene, uh, well, one one part of it, I should say, because the scene fucking sucked. But uh, so yeah, Madison goes up to Lauren and she's like, "Ricky was trying to seduce me to get Amy's phone number." Like, cool, great, that's totally yep. what happened. And and Lauren's like, "That doesn't make sense. I I don't think that he would do that." And Madison's like, "What does that mean? Why not?" And and Lauren just goes, "Why?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah, "That's kind of funny." But, uh, uh, yeah, the, like, why, why would he do that? <laughs> the, uh, sort of end result of this scene is, yeah, uh, it's a, is basically that Madison and Lauren are gonna have a competition to see who can make Ricky wanna fuck them the most. Yeah, that was what was really frustrating, though, because Madison was being so annoying about it, and I was like, thank God Lauren has her, has her feet on and the Lauren's ground. And Lauren's like, I'm interested Someone's now. I'm in. Yeah, and then Lauren's doing the same fucking thing. What the fuck just happened? Uh, and then, uh, then Lauren slams her locker and walks away, and I, I had a, a, the sound of her locker slamming, like, triggered something in my brain, and I was like, oh my god. Like, 25% of this show is someone walks up to another student who's just standing at their locker with the door open. I mean, that's what so teens that do, Sam. Slam the door don't... shut and walk away dramatically. That is what teens do. I was a teen. You were a teen. I actually didn't have a locker in high school. But... I didn't have a locker either. Yeah, we had backpacks. I had, like... I had a backpack yeah. like a normal person. Uh, at last, Adrian is going to go see Mark Molina, and she walks in, she closes the door, she closes <laughs> the blinds, and then says, I don't want anyone to hear us talking, so I close the plot. She doesn't actually say that, but she does say she doesn't want anyone to hear them talking. Now, okay, that's the thing, though, because they framed it like she was going in there to try to to try to flirt with him and seduce him. And they, they really made it seem like that by the fact yeah. that this came right after that scene about Lauren and Madison. With also, Ricky. Mark Molina but, definitely thinks that's what's happening. Yeah, he's also he's very lonely, and also uh, she has she has explicitly tried to bone down with him earlier yes. earlier in the show. But that that made me realize why are the blinds and the door always open when people are talking to the counselor? You're right. Like, Good point. What fucking counselor's office has like the person who's talking to the counselor 
just with it's a like, zoo. Ben Ben goes in Ben goes in there to talk about like his personal shit and like he's his George Jurgens goes in there to sleep and his mom is dead and all that and there's just like a uh, a stampede of extras shuffling around behind him looking at him through the window. Fucking close the blinds. You're right. Uh, Mark, so Mark sees Adrian come in and closes the blinds, which should have been closed, but he's like, uh, oh no, oh no, no, no. And he says, uh, he says a line that made me definitely lose points for Mark, which says, I'm not interested in high school girls. And then he says, not even smart ones like you. You don't say not even. I'm not interested in high school girls. Not even the sexy ones. I mean, obviously, your intelligence is very attractive to me, but, you know, uh, despite that, I'm not going to fuck you. Yes. Like, Mark, uh, stop. But, so, yeah, so she she tells Mark that she's, like, trying to find her dad. Uh, why is she talking to her school counselor about this? Yeah, it's very um, weird. But at the end, Mark is, like, says, like, I'll try to help. And I don't know why, but, like, literally, when I first watched this, the, like, persona social link increased between them to hit level one. <laughs> you feel a slight bond forming yeah. between, yeah, between you and the single <laughs> delicious counselor. I am thou, and thou art I. You have unlocked the Hierophant Arcana. I'm so glad you thought that was funny, because I didn't. Uh, cool. So Ben um, is sitting at a... By the way, every, like, um, uh, when... When Mark says, like, you know, it would probably be easier if you knew your dad's name, she goes, is that what you want? Easy? Like, just every time, every turn, she, like, completely forgets everything in her life, and be, and she's like, wait, I'm a slut! I have to be yeah. a slut right now! Like, It's in her, pro- it's in her wiring. That's her, pri- yes. her uh, primary objective. Uh, so yeah, Ben is bad. sitting at a lunch table with Amy... And I was this like, is the fucking most pathetic thing I've ever like, seen. I was like, please be a fake Amy. Please be a fake <laughs> Until Amy. Until later in the show. Yes. <laughs> Until five minutes from now. Uh, and then, of course, they're like holding hands. And then that the, the He's hand. holding hands with his imaginary Just imagine a boy sitting at a table pretending to hold hands with someone alone. Oh, it's so awful. Henry and then... And, uh, ooh, ooh, this is good to... Yep. Oh, God. So Henry and Alice walk up, as they do, realizing mm-hmm. that their friend has completely lost his mind. And yeah. Henry's like, Ben's like, I see Amy everywhere. And then Henry's like, hey, what if you, you wouldn't see her if you went blind? Hey, I know a great way to go blind. Now that's, welcome I'll tell you to right the now, rest that's of the my episode. fucking cool teen moment right there. That is my cool teen moment. That is my cool teen what, moment. Henry's I'll tell joke? you why. Yeah, I will tell you why. Because this scene, think about what's happening. There is a 15 year old at his high school who's really sad about his girlfriend being gone. And his 15-year-old friend walks up and tries to cheer him up by making a joke about jerking off. Whoa, you're that right! That's is the, the most, most real it's human ever gotten. thing the show has ever done. Cool team moment changed. I was going to talk about the frog on Mark Molina's desk. No, that this is this <laughs> yep. is the coolest right, teen moment of all. The most real this show has ever gotten. You're right. Yeah. Uh, eight. I, I, I had a split second of, of like rolling my eyes, and then I was like, wait a minute. Holy shit. But These Alice, are teenagers for right, for the right now. <laughs> Alice is so angry. And then Alice shows up and ruins at everything. At the misinformation of like, you don't go blind from She's cranking so your mad. hog. Yeah. And then she drops her 92% of men masturbate yep. and 72 to 80% of females masturbate. And they're like, uh, but you don't. Their brains explode. They're like, but, 
B -b -b girls can't crank their hogs! Alice doesn't paddle her pink canoe! Jesus Christ. <laughs> the rest of the episode starts and it's Ben and Henry trying to figure out who Alice thinks about as she uh, knits a wet sweater. Yeah, and... <laughs> Henry's like... Oh my god, it's fucking Justin Timberlake. So here's the thing about Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry? Yeah. No, 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 that was, that was good, though. That was good. That's the only, like, contemporary reference the show has ever made. So, yes, you're right. So second mini-cool team moment. Uh, first of all, uh, there's alternate... Okay, never mind. Uh, Henry is mad that Alice theoretically fantasizes about another person because he thinks that... Alice is having sex with herself, but not with him, and that yeah, he says that she's cheating on him with think, herself. Yes, cheating, well, not just cheating on him with and then, herself. And then and Ben, 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 the women defender logs on, <laughs> puts on his and fedora. He's, he's like, now you know, Henry, I think you're about to slip into a double standard there. Like, okay, I don't know who you are right now. But <laughs> what happened to Ben? Bring Ben back. Uh, but yes, Henry is angry that Alice is cheating on him with her fantasy, that he doesn't know who it is, but it's probably Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I, by the way, I was like, when when he, like, started to, to like, make a reference to, like, she's probably fantasizing, I, like, paused, and I was like, he's gonna say Frank Sinatra, and I unpaused, and he's like, Justin Timberlake, Whoa! and I was like, no. You're probably I'm fantasizing thinking... about Woodrow Wilson! God. <laughs> Uh, so Adrian sits down. Not me. I love Al Gore. Adrian sits down at the table with Ghost Boy, the the study boy who who writes papers for everyone and is a ghost who haunts. Oh, by the, the way, did did you did you immediately call it like I did? I mean, granted, I've seen the that show she was going to clear the table instantly. No, about um, how uh, Alice was later going to reveal to Henry that she's actually fantasizing about him. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, that's oh that's. Gross Girls, and, yeah. yeah, you're only you're only allowed to fantasize about your romantic partner. Hey, hey Johnny, do you think girls masturbate like guys do? Um, That's a room reference for you. Well, uh, I mean, you know what's upsetting is I'm I definitely somewhere in my notes here I have a room reference. Oh I boy, don't I'll, what it was, but okay. that's not it. Uh, Adrian. Ha Adrian has the magic power to clear any table because this is the second time in the show where she just makes. Did you notice leave by the way? Table. So she sits down at the table with uh, the the ghost. weird guy Joe, yeah. who like sells homework to people. The ghost. And, like he was sitting with five other guys at the table, and they all looked exactly like him. Yeah, <laughs> he was sitting at a table of six Joes. So Adrian knows that Joe is the man who knows how to get things, and she thinks that Joe could get her. Is that really his name? I don't know. Probably. Huh. Uh, thanks. That Ghost Boy Joe could get her a copy of her birth certificate. And then he tells her, uh, that the school permanent, her permanent record has a copy of it. And then she's like, You know, there's probably a better way to get your birth Man, I wish there was somewhere you could get hmm. a copy of her birth certificate without stealing it from the school. Also, has Adrian asked her mom? Does her mom have, um, have her own birth certificate? Yeah, she says something to Marina okay. about Anyway, it. this is the worst thing. Is that Adrian is like, yeah. cool, thanks. And then Joe is like, hey, I charge for these things. And then Adrian, like, licks her lips and gives him a big kiss on the forehead like she's yeah, his grandma. Yeah, and she leaves a fucking, like, cartoon lip mark of giant red lips on his forehead. She kisses him on the forehead! Yeah. Like, like, her, like a grandma, like a Mimsy would do. <laughs> uh, so Madison shows up again and she's shed clothing in this scene, yeah. during her her never-ending battle to seduce Ricky, this 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 fucking I hate this scene so to, much. To be clear, because you said she shed clothing, let's just be clear. Okay, yeah, she, she like took, she took off, off a layer. Her, yeah, she's just in a tank top now. She was wearing like a 
Yeah, and Lauren, like, pulled down the sleeves on her shirt to show her shoulders. And I I think they both put on makeup. I felt like they were both wearing makeup. Yeah, they were wearing makeup. They brought it to school because they knew they were going to have a fuck fight. Yeah. Uh, And then Lauren tells Madison that she looks like a teen star in her tragic labor (laughs) years. And I was like, is that an intentional shot of Molly Ringwald? Because that's kind of fucked up. That's like uh, Arrested Development's jokes about how they're getting canceled. (laughs) That was uh, (laughs) really bad. And then... uh, uh, Madison says that Lauren is having a wardrobe malfunction, and Lauren says she she says excuse she says excuse me Janet, but you look like you're about to have a wardrobe. And I I, I, I looked oh, it up. That is that was a that was a contemporary okay. reference. That's a that reference a contemporary to yes, reference. Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, something. and then I I I paused it to look up the time, and I was like. I mean that's kind of that's kind of a dated reference. It, that was four years before this, but like you know, it's close enough, so I'll give it to them. But it is arguably racist. Okay. And then I unpaused, and Lauren goes, "Is that some kind of racist I, remark?" I only got the the reference now, so I was like, "Why did that mean a racist?" And then, uh, but yes, okay. And then uh, Ricky comes in, takes a look of Madison's boobs, and I mm-hmm. I hate it. And the I, I guys even more. I hope that Ricky gets the trifecta of Larry, Curly, and Mo pregnant. <laughs> Uh, they're like angry flirting with him where they're like we hate you but also look at my boob Ooh. and and he's they're, he's they're like, like can I just get Amy's like, fuck off there? but why don't you why don't you try to kiss me I won't let you fuck you and he's like and then Ricky Ricky's like hey, that's okay I like difficult women and the scene and the scene and the scene bye, what bye, is bye, happening bye, bye, bye. abort 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 this is bad yeah and then, but then, and then the, the, the end the conclusion of this part of the scene is that is that Ricky's Ricky asks Lauren he's like how about if I give you my number will you will you give my number to Amy and and tell her to call me whenever and and Lauren like holds out her hand for him to write his phone number oh yeah and Lauren like looks at Madison like haha I win like what and then and then what yes yes because what yes hey she got Ricky's phone number fair and square on her hand oh oh yeah that's what yeah. I, okay, I literally didn't understand yes. what the point of that was. Because she got his I phone like, number, but not like okay. for that reason. But yeah, so so Madison angrily walks over to like some rando boy, and then his like thirty-two yeah. year old girlfriend shows up. Yeah, she looked like she was in her thirties, and it was very weird. <laughs> My hot mom. Uh, Adrian is <laughs> yeah. She like, she like comes up, sits down on his lap, and she's like, "Stay away from get my away." Son. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh. So Adrian goes back to Mark and is like, "Hey, I know you have my birth certificate, Mark." And then Mark's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? He yeah, might, yeah, like, he, he might as well." Yeah, basically. And then he's like, "Hey, Adrian, I my dealer can hook you up with the birth certificate. I know where to get it, but you'll have." And then and then Adrian's like, "But I'll have to wait four months, not four yeah, months." Yeah, like. Like okay, Adrian. She, all of a sudden, like, I want to know who my dad is. But she, I checked the website. The website says I need to wait four months for a copy of my birth certificate. Therefore, I better try to get the the single delicious counselor to steal official school records for me. Like, yeah, yeah that good, good strategy. This is, uh, Can't wait four months. You could delete Whatever. this if I want, but I just wrote the word birther controversy in my in my notes. God, fuck off. Uh, provide the long form birth certificate mark (laughs) so uh we're back with george i I, at this point i realize like where in the world is george showering but he's definitely just dumping like mint water and whiskey on himself uh he answers his phone and like forgets (laughs) damn water yeah (laughs) why do we make so many fucking arrested development because it's funnier than we are uh every item in this store has a a tag that says sale on it 
And then yeah, uh, well, he's he's struggling. George's phone rings, and he like doesn't. Know did you that. notice, by the way? Did you notice, by the way, that this scene starts with him like yawning and looking like he's getting ready to go to sleep, but also he's putting his jacket on. He sleeps in his sleep jacket. He doesn't have a blanket. He puts his mouth guard but, in. He takes but off we his saw pants. It. We yeah. saw him waking up like in his like undershirt and boxers. That's fine. Why so, is he putting a jacket on right now? George answers the phone for Cindy because he doesn't. <sighs> like, yeah, I mean, if only it's two thousand eight caller ID. If only for your cell phones had some way of storing a phone number, like say your, your house phone or number. your wife. He's yeah. Like, oh, hey, then Cindy. When they call you, their name would come. Ah, it'll never happen. I like to do it's a game. Two thousand eight. We're too. We're too hopped up on Blind Lemon Jefferson and Three Stooges. <laughs> He's like, I should have called the operator. Uh, I like to do a game where whenever I answer my phone, I just say a random person's name before I before I look who's calling. Yeah, normal. Uh, That's what people do. So yeah, he just answers the phone, Cindy, and and this doesn't win him any points with his wife. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's. He's like, oh, is this Cindy? And she goes, Cindy who? And he goes, uh... Cindy uh, Lou who? Cindy, Cindy Lou. I told you I'd call you when the bunk beds are in. Like, Anne's gonna go, oh, well, if her name's oh, Cindy okay. Lou, then it's fine. Bye! Lou, is the, fuck, Lou is the marker of innocence here. Uh, also, I, I've noted that George is living out my lifelong dream of living in a furniture store. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that for some reason. Great. Sure. Uh, why, yeah, why not? George is like, I need help. And so he pulls out his phone, and I was like, I was like, is he gonna call? Also, he takes, he takes his jacket back off, oh, yeah. by the way. <laughs> he's a- Jacket he's a, watch 2017. He's a real Ryotaro. <laughs> Second yeah. persona reference in this episode. Uh, and I was like, is George gonna call Mark Molina? Because that would be the funniest- Dude, I fucking and- thought, I was like, he's like, he like calls someone and he says, I hate to ask, but I need someone to talk to. I was like, oh my god, he's calling <laughs> Kathleen. Wait, no, maybe he's calling Adrian's mom. No, Ken Fields? No. Fuck, he's calling Mark Molina. <laughs> he's a spoiler, he's not. The person he calls is even better. Yeah. Uh, Ashley is there. Okay, never mind. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. You know, it's like a, so, 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 Mimsy, I feel like Mimsy is like Lucille Bluth. God damn it! Great. I need to stop. Yeah, for sure. Mimsy, yeah. okay. No, I mean, yeah. Mimsy comes out with Amy and, and she's like, look, it's the sweater that you always wear. And it's like a little duck sweater, which I kind of enjoy a lot. It's a good sweater. Yeah. But not, not the sweater you always wear, the sweater that you wore yeah. when you were pregnant. Yes, it's, it's, yes, it's the sweater that Anne wore when she was pregnant. And then Anne is yeah, like, that apparently I, Mimsy saved. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And then Anne's like, no, I wore this in high school, Mimsy. And it's like, and, yeah, oh. Mimsy, Mimsy's like, no, I know you wore it in, in college when you're, was it, co- I don't know. She was like, I know that you wore it when you were pregnant because I remember talking to you when you were wearing this and telling you exactly what I just told Amy. Which adoption is. Adoption is not an option. Adoption is not an option. Uh, and, Yay! Uh, she's like, she's like, we've, I've convinced Amy to keep the baby and raise Yay! it. And she's it's like, good. she says, uh, the house is big enough for everyone. You and, and George and Amy and the baby and even Ashley. And by the way, even Ashley is basically the slogan of this show. They say it in every <laughs> also episode. Also Ashley, yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the rest. rest. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> A show that neither of us has ever seen. Um, yeah, and Amy mentions that Mimsy agrees that she should marry Ben and go on a honeymoon to Paris. Oh, Great. yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then why not? And it's like, You've never even met Ben. If you good met- point, yeah, uh, I'm giving Anne one reasonable point. Mimsy supports Ben marrying Amy so much that I think Mimsy and Leo should get married. Also, yeah, 
So Mimsy's like, this house is big. Babies are tiny. You only weighed three pounds. And then Anne goes, no, I weighed seven pounds, four ounces. You know how everyone knows their birth weight. They say, what's your baby weight? What What were you when you were born? Well, if I remember correctly, I was three pounds. 15 pounds. At, what? Fifth, three pounds. Yeah, I was three, three pounds. pounds is really light for a baby, right? That's like bad, right? Oh yeah, that's I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's like scary. Anyway, that's that's yeah. very bad if your baby weighs three pounds. I'm pretty sure. So here's where the things I'm, are now, bad. Now, to all of our pregnant listeners who are who are about to give birth as soon as they finish this episode. I don't know if that's true. And also, so if yeah. you if you have your baby and it weighs three pounds. Just defer to the doctor, not yeah. to me. Because <laughs> I'm completely doctor. guessing. So Mimsy says, uh, oh, the baby is very tiny. It For the first year of its life, here we we'll go. keep it in here. And she opens here a drawer go. of silverware. And here then, we go. And then she like is like, and then once it gets bigger, we'll put it in like a wardrobe. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, she's senile she's as fuck. She's senile and it's, oh. And I felt bad because I wrote like all these jokes about like, oh, Mimsy's just so <laughs> fucking crazy. And I was like, oh, like, no. I bet she has Swiss cheese brain. Oh. Yeah, she, she Mimsy has Alzheimer's Oops. and no one knew about Oops. it. And it's actually, oh, it's kind of super depressing to me. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Anyway, uh, cut to George. George talking store. in the couch, and they do a slow pan reveal so to reveal. Let's, before we reveal who it was, can I just say, when he's like talking and he's like lamenting his situation, he's like, I'm attractive, aren't I? I'm attractive, right? And the oh camera starts to pull back, and I was like, oh my god, it's going to be either a dog, Mark, or Mark, or, or Leo, Mr. Bear, or Leo, or it's going to be Ben's mom's grave. But. <laughs> No, it's, it's, like, it's his assistant who came to the store at night in his do you get it I'm gay suit. He's wearing a suit. He's all dressed up because he's gay. Do you get it? Hey, this, uh, okay, so this, we've talked about this man very briefly. He is the gayest caricature. He's just, like, every, his voice and his outfit is just like, ugh. Like, they're just yeah, trying so it? hard to make a gay caricature man. Like, it's. Yeah, he's gay. He's gay. It's funny. Here's the thing. So, so, George, he's like, he's like. George, I've been married to my, my, I married my boyfriend 10 years ago. Yeah, he, he's like, are you still with that guy? He's like, yes, his name is Leon and we're married. We've been married for 10 years. Hey, you know what's and fucked up? We know how we know Leon's name, but not this man's but name. But not his. <laughs> Literally, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I, it's really great. And then, and then I got nothing. I don't, I don't know. I honestly, I remember him existing from my first watch of the show. I honestly don't know if we ever get his name. We probably do. It's probably uh, like Jeremy or Gregory or something. I mean, if we looked in the credits, but absolutely not. George is like, and when, and in the 10 years of marriage that I didn't know about, did you ever like cheat on him? And he's like, no, we didn't. Do you think gays cheat like guys do? Is that what, was that it? Nope. That, oh, well, that's good. Uh, Thanks. You're really reacting like you liked it a lot. I liked your. I mean, I thought it was funny, but also I've been. I've, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Uh. I'm not crying. Uh. So then we cut to the fucking weirdest. Adrian. Adrian. Okay. Adrian just walks into the school at night. As you do. She just walks right in. As you the do. The lights are all on. She walks. She she walks in. As you lights do. Lights are on. As you do. And immediately just applies lipstick. I was like, "Fuck no, don't." And then she don't, and then she walks don't max over out to your Mark social Mil- link, Adrian. Don't do it. She walks. She walks over to Mark Molina's office, and again the lights are on. And like then, and then fucking... she enters the door, and then the lights are off. God damn it! Uh, so there's a really great uh, camera shot of like 
we're at the Bowman's. It's safe here. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it goes from Grace to Tom to Ricky very slowly, and uh, yeah, was Ricky trying to get his dick wet in the scene? I don't like, no 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 because he, okay. he talked he talked to Grace at school and he was like I need someone to talk to but but you, you know how Ricky is I know how Ricky is I didn't know if he was being genuine Ricky Ricky's a changed man kind of maybe I I don't I don't think that's why he what was would here. happen if but Grace this calls is him fucking garbage. weird as hell because he he like says to, it's like super awkward and the, the, there's like so much tension in the scene and he he like says he's like I'm not I'm not super comfortable with uh, with with three people here <laughs> grace is just like bye yeah Tom, grace, Tom's, grace Tom's is said, like grace is like okay i'll leave tom i know you wanted to talk to ricky and grace gets up and leaves and tom just what? tom just walks what? up to like the open mic what? and he's like it's tom's just like women am i right sometimes you want to kiss yeah, he literally says he says, he says women can't live with them so this is the point where we find out that tom was adopted which i think you actually alerted me to before uh, did i because i don't remember that yes and the reason that we find out that Tom is adopted is because Ricky starts talking about Tom's hot mom. He's like, hey, Tom, your yeah. mom's pretty hot. <laughs> the conversation is so weird and stilted. Dude, I so came Tom... up with a really good joke. Okay. Gracie's mom has got it going on. There you go. Yeah. So... <laughs> Great. <laughs> love love those references. <laughs> you know, we, we complain a lot about the show making dated references that teenagers don't get. But I referenced Gilligan's Island, and you referenced <laughs> Stacy's mom, which was, I want to say, like, 15 years before your time. Uh, I don't know. Pro- I'm, I'm probably exaggerating. I don't know how old that song is. Fountains anyway. of Rain, Wayne wrote Stacy's mom in, in uh, 2003. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. That song is way more recent than I thought. I <laughs> thought that song is from, like, the 1940s. Anyway. Um, so the conversation is so fucking weird. Like, Grace leaves, and then... Ricky's like, so you wanted to talk to me, Tom? And Tom goes, I wanted to talk about my mom. And Ricky goes, your mom? She's hot. And Tom goes, actually, I'm adopted. My mom is dead. And then it just cuts to the next scene. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that's, that. But that's I, the really... con- I fucking wrote it down. That's literally exactly how the conversation goes. He's yeah. like, I'm adopted. My mom is dead. Next scene. Uh, this scene is bad. I mean, they all this are. This scene's not good, actually. Um, uh, so... so- Amy is like she's just found out that her so first of all she found out her grandma's like you know very bad and senile and like she's very sad and also that means she can't live with Mimsy so she has to stay and uh, have her baby in front of everyone can't live with Mimsy can't live without Mimsy uh, and so she's crying and then who comes in to comfort her guesses it's Madison you know oh man I was gonna guess Madison but I did just watch the episode uh yeah so Madison walks in. Yeah, Madison walks in. She comforts Amy for about three seconds, and then, and then it's just like time to talk about me, about Madison. Herself. The experience yeah. project made She's manifest. Like, oh, Amy, don't cry. Let me tell you what happened to me at school today. Okay, so Ricky, Ricky was totally trying to bone me, and then I was like, "Hey, Lauren, Ricky was trying to bone me," and Lauren was like, "No, you're ugly," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I bet that I can fuck Ricky more times than you." Also, and Madison Lauren was like, "I'm ugly." And doesn't then, what? doesn't Madison call herself a slut? She's like, "I look yeah, like Madison a total slut." Yeah, Madison calls herself a slut. Don't slut shame and, yourself, uh, Madison. D- by the way. Did you did you feel like Shailene Woodley was like mumbling a lot in this episode? There, I, I didn't like write down what what happened in this scene, but I I felt like there was something in the scene where she was like, "Why can't you do something with school?" Yeah, I mean that's how I hear every line because my brain is just clouded <laughs> with sorrow because this show gives you Alzheimer's. Anyway, yeah, oof. Then then 
Madison's phone rings. Or, yeah, Madison's, Madison's phone rings. I just want to say that Lauren, Madison is like, why do I want to be with such a horrible person? And then he's like, I don't know, but I get it. I mean, I got his baby in me. Yeah. And then uh, and Madison's like, yeah, you're Madison's idiot. like, Lauren can't come over because she's banned because you're pregnant. But she said she was going to call you. And then Lauren calls Madison. Yeah, Lauren calls Madison because Lauren's Lauren loses a friend point. Why is Madison the better friend right now? I don't know. Uh, but because the show yeah, is Lauren, Lauren calls Madison. Madison is like, oh, it's Lauren. She probably wants to talk to you. Why would... Okay. Um, and then... And then God. she does it. She does it. She talks to Madison. I just realized... No, 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 no. Madison gives the phone to Amy, and and Amy answers, and Madison or Lawrence like, what? Amy? What? I what? I called what? I called Madison to talk about Madison things. I wasn't planning on calling you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, Matt, Lauren, I'm. I'm confused right there with you. Yeah. Uh. So and then Amy mentions that there's a complication in the plan of her going to live with Mimsy. So I guess it's confirmed officially at this point yes. that that's not happening. So then Madison and Lauren make up. They both admit that they were, in fact, stupid. Uh, Madison says the least Bechdel testing, passing thing ever, which is like, we will yep. never fight over a boy again. Unless he's, like, a super hot celebrity. You know? Yeah, oh my god. Like, uh... And then, and, then, and then Lauren's like, yeah, we're both just really desperate to have boyfriends. And then, like, from off camera, like, a guy, like, like kind of hits her on the arm. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Does Lauren have a secret boyfriend? And then the camera pull, like pans over to reveal her brother How sitting next to her. How old is this dude? And, and I was really caught off guard by that because I my brain was in like, we're about to find out that Lauren has a boyfriend mode. And then it showed her brother. And I was like, no. He's like, hey, Madison. They wouldn't. And they did. On a very special episode of The Secret Life of the American Teen. Madison, uh, or Jason, like, asks out Madison. And uh, This was the weirdest shit. <laughs> Lauren, okay. So Lauren, let's break this down. Lauren tells Madison, I'm going to call Amy. Then Lauren calls Madison. Amy answers, gives the phone back to Madison. So Lauren starts talking to Madison about how they're both boy crazy. I'm dizzy, I'm dizzy And neither of them are ever going to have boyfriends. And then for some reason, Lauren's Lauren's brother has been sitting there. Oh, they actually mentioned that. They're like, I have someone who might be talking to you who has been sitting next to me this whole time. That's what Lauren says. She hands the phone over to her brother and her brother's like, Hey, Madison, would you like to go out sometime? Like, I'm pretty sure this guy's, like, fucking 18 years old. Yeah, this old dude looks... He, I mean, he's, like, drives and what... Okay. I mean, he he, he looks, looks like old, 23. Yeah. He looks old. But I mean, yes. He looks uh, very old. Uh, has he looks, very like, 80 old. years old. Uh, <laughs> so... Also, okay, here's the thing that pisses me off the most. <laughs> he's, Think about... He's like, he's like can, I, can I talk to Amy, by the way? And he's like, hey, Amy... I heard about I heard about your your grandma. I mean, she she and I live in the in the home together. <laughs> oh, I, gross! I just wanted to. Uh, Amy, Amy has just found out like this really sad thing about her grandma. She finds out that she's gonna have to have her baby at home and go to high school and whatever. Wait, sorry, what? Her baby? What are you talking about? Amy's and, pregnant? What? And, uh, no, I don't remember that. This is a show about Madison having a new boyfriend. Yay! Madison's like Jason SBO. Then they're just laughing and clapping. Yay! It's good. I'm so happy. Who, what? What's a baby? And we cut to Johnny Depp. Yep. Let's talk about Johnny well, Depp. That's the, not what happened. <laughs> we, don't, we don't cut to Johnny Depp. No, we cut to, to Ben and Henry on the phone. And Henry, I think... Playing, just, playing fucking Guess Who... Playing the Alice best game of Fuck, Mary Kill of all time. Yeah, he's like, does your sexual fantasy wear glasses? <laughs> Guess Who? Does he have a little hat? I was going to make jokes about Johnny Depp. Alice is jerking off too. 
Um, so they say Johnny Depp, and then uh, Alice is like, well, Johnny Depp's married, and I would never commit adultery in my masturbation fantasies. Yeah, uh, I mean, the the statutory rape aspect of it is totally not an issue. That also the... is true. I didn't even think about it. And then uh, they say, I think, uh, Brad Pitt, I think. Yeah, to which she says, ew. Ew. Uh, and then she, then she, like, hangs up on them. And that's that's the end of the scene. Don't worry, it's over. That's the end. end so of scene, we learned a very important. No, we got to talk about Ben. Hey Sam, Ben uh-huh. is Ben is on Reddit, right? Yeah, I think I think if what I remember subreddit correctly, would I feel ben like post I feel on. like there's a what's it called? Hmm. R yeah, slash. He's a he's a fabster not. That's right. Ben's a fabster Ben frequents r slash no because he says he quit. He gave up. Uh, masturbation because yeah he uh, quit he quit masturbating because he loves amy so much he loves amy so much he will not masturbate until they're married yeah uh, and then henry's so like ben, henry ben's, ben's like, always he's circulating the the r slash incel he's he's a fabstronaut on r slash no fab he's on the feeders he's on the pregnancy fetish that's another thing i i, I think ben has a I'm pregnancy fucking so fetish. sick of this show already i <laughs> know no. i love this show uh henry is also like no you can't give it up it's impossible undoable it's impossible can't be done yep <laughs> and then hey alice is here suddenly she just shows she's up she's here she just Don't walks worry, everyone in alice is here now oh and then henry's like uh says something about it. oh also ben is valsell uh too obviously he's he well he's in cell and valsell he's like hey he's like hey alice who's your boyfriend or boyfriends and then alice is like the gift of the the, the gift of the ma- magi <laughs> He's like yeah. uh, Henry. I've been fa- I was been fantasizing about you. Oh. Uh, also, she says that she has to go home to take her algebra test. By which I mean, spinning study, a web study of, for her algebra spinning test, a web of lies, <laughs> spinning a web of lies. Uh, oh, so her fuck fantasy involves. Okay, this is my favorite thing: is that she says her fantasy involves them being in Paris and him tearing off her wedding dress. So even yeah, in her said, fantasies, she says, "I, I want to lily lick you from your head to your toes. I want to move from the bed down to the down to the to the flow." <laughs> <laughs> so even in Alice's fantasies, they're gonna wait till marriage. Yeah, which is fun. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about that. Uh, and then and then uh, she's like, "Wait, your mom?" She's like, "I gotta ride over for my mom." And then she's, they're like, "Wait, you were talking about this with your mom in the car?" And she says, "Yeah, she's a therapist, so I talk about how much I love to to diddle to her." Well, don't don't say I love to diddle to her. That sorry sounds. Different. She says that I love to diddle. Uh, sorry, <laughs> not with. I heard the word with coming out of your mouth. <laughs> you said so my mom's a therapist. So talking I'm always to her talking about, about how much I love to diddle myself. Yes, thank you. There you go. You did it. And then she Great offers job. uh she offers Henry Game a Game of home. Thrones theme starts playing. Uh so Ricky is finishing hearing the dramatic and very sad tale of Tom. And uh so Grace comes in. Oh my god, Grace made me so angry in this scene. This scene was very so so basically Some what stuff. happened is uh Tom's dad abandoned him because he was born with Down syndrome. Uh Tom's mom was in like hospice care and Marshall did I guess a pretty nice thing which was like Yeah, take Marshall care of- Marshall was like her doctor and yes. apparently he like he left his practice so that he could adopt her son cuz she couldn't take care of him. Anymore. Yes, and and so so he adopted Tom and the uh, Grace says uh, 
Like, my dad uh, does a lot of things he yeah. shouldn't do as a doctor, which, first of all, yes, he does, because he, you know... Like helping people. Yeah, you know, ah! like helping people. Like helping people. But also, like, telling people, you know, confidential information. But what? That, he yeah. would never. He yeah. just, he yeah, just yeah, does she, stuff that he's not supposed to do as a doctor. Like, like helping help people. people. Like heal the That's sick. It. Just like helping people. Just like doctors don't do. They don't <laughs> help the weirdest people. part, though, because she, she's like, he's constantly doing things he's not supposed to do as a doctor. Like helping people. And then she just kind of trailed. Like, it sounded like she was going to be like... Like helping people, giving people or, vaccinations, you know, being breaking helpful. the rules about confidentiality. <laughs> but now she's just trails off. Just like helping people. I'm so angry. He just like he just loves to help people. Like a doctor doesn't. Yeah, like a doctor doesn't. <laughs> and she t- she tells Ricky. Ricky's like, wait, why? Why are you telling me this? And and she's like, well, I'm telling you about about our lives. So that maybe you'll feel comfortable opening up about and your then, own life. And, and then, then Ricky just really turns into Ricky just turns but, into but, Sasuke. But, but but wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Let's just let's not just move past the fact that Grace's plan apparently was I want Ricky to open up, so we should open up. I'll have Tom talk <laughs> about right. his mom dying. Like, hey Grace, don't don't you exist and have a life? Why are you fucking? Grace has using no friends and nothing going for her. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, she actually has a lot of friends. You just haven't met any. She's like, so maybe we can get to know you better, Ricky. And then Ricky just like puts on his Sasuke mask, and it's just like, yeah. you can't know about my family. It would just if drive you, you away. If only you knew, you wouldn't even want to be in the room with me. He's if like a Sasuke. Really like Ricky is an edgy Bishonen boy. He turns away. It's like I, I can't. He makes can't a fist seen by human eyes. I am. I am darkness. He's Riku he and away. Sasuke and He walks Baltimore. away masturbating. <laughs> he walks away cranking his hog. Uh, anyway, we are now back at he, nighttime he, school. He pulls on his dick like he's revving a... a like, <laughs> like a, a lawnmower. <laughs> and then he just walks away masturbating. <laughs> we come back to the school at night where everyone's at. The whole joint is jumping and we have a very this angry Mark Molina coming. This scene made my brain in. explode. So, so Mark comes into the school. It's night time and he's wearing like a sweatshirt and a very big belt buckle that i couldn't stop looking at and he like opens the door and adrian and jack are like water gating his office yeah jack's here by the way why not and, you know they showed they set that one up how'd, uh, how'd you get in here guys uh they got through the gym obviously you know because oh, yeah, all the construction the Oh yeah, the construction. You show, remember the construction that they've mentioned we've before. We've been showing we'll you this. Hey, remember show don't tell? They do this all the time. Uh, and then and then Mark is like, "You broke <laughs> into my construction." You... And Jack's like, "Technically, it's not breaking in because there was no lock." That's a good fucking point, Jack. You know how you can go anywhere as long as there's no lock? It's fine. What's trespassing? I, I just know. walk. I just walk over like uh, every. Yeah, I just you know, there's no lock on the White House fence. I can just hop right over that thing. God. Uh, That's not a threat, it's just a fact. Yeah, it's just a fact, (laughs) right. So, Mark is like, hey, if you were, like, breaking into my office and looking through confidential documents, I'm no Mark, I'm no Marshall Bowman, so this is, like, a crime, and you could get, you could get kicked out of the Majorettes, and you could get kicked out of the football team, Jack, and then Adrian's like, oh no, me getting kicked off the Majorettes, the worst thing. She, well, she says, she says, oh, that's scary, but not as scary as getting fired from your job. And it sounds like she's going to, like, try to blackmail him with something, but that doesn't Remember the time we, anywhere. We, we, we did it? Like, what no. is that? Literally, what was the point of that also, line? Also, I was, was so like, c- no, there was nothing behind that. Uh, we see Mark's desk frog. It's got a little stuffed frog on his desk. That was my original cool teen moment, because that was the just only the thing. Just the frog on his just desk. Just the frog on his, froggy. <laughs> 
Okay, by the way, so here's the fucking thing that made my brain explode, is... This is the only thing in this episode that made your brain explode. Yeah. Yeah, so Melina comes in, and, and he's like, the security guard saw you in my office and gave me a call. So the security guard saw two students breaking into the counselor's office. And then called the counselor? I know what I'll do. I'll call the counselor and then move on with my life. It's like, Mark is in bed. Like, Mark is in bed. I want to know what that phone call is like. Hey, Mark. But it it gets, it gets fucking weirder though. Because Melina says, he says, I told the security guard that you might try to do this. So, so he He, tells the security guard, he's like, there's a chance that, that one of the students is going to try to break into my office tonight. So, so I I guess he, I don't know if he told the if he told the security guard to give him a call if that happens. Like, I don't fucking it's know. Why? Uh, anyway, the only reason Jack is here because Adrian says she'll get him yeah. in with Grace. I thought it was because he was going to give her some. He was uh, she was going to give him some oral action, but yeah, he he's like he's like Jack. What are you getting out of this? And it just like zooms in on Jack's face, and I was I was like, oh, Jack's here because Adrian was like, I'll give you a BJ if Mark, you do this. Mark goes up to to Jack and is like, how did you get ripped into this? And he just pulls up his hair, and there's a kiss mark on his forehead, <laughs> <laughs> in glorious bastard style. Oh God! Uh, but yeah, so Mark, so Mark, that's the. But then I got so fucking confused because Jack was like, Jack was like. Well, Adrian said that if if I did this for her, then she'd help me and Grace get back together because she's friends with Grace. J- J- like two episodes ago, he was telling Grace he only ever dated her because his stepdad told him to. All Jack wants in the world is to date his sweet Gracie. I'm so fucking lost in this love rhombus. And you know the best part is that Mark was going to give Adrian her birth certificate anyway, so it never even mattered. And he just gives it to her, and she opens you- it up, and it's like the Pulp Fiction briefcase. It's glowing, and she smiles, and then she just leaves. Cool. The end. Yeah. So, okay, but but what what actually happens literally? Because my brain exploded even fucking more. Is Melina says to Adrian, he's like, "Well, I thought that you know, I thought about it, and it was like, I, I was like, it's kind of unfair that you, everybody on the school, everyone like in the staff, is able to like know who your dad is, but you're not. So I got a copy of your birth certificate, but and he, he like pulls it out of his pocket and, and gives it to her. But if if he was gonna do that. Why didn't he just fucking, like, even if he thought of it, like, after school hours, he he's a fucking counselor. He has all the students' phone numbers. He could just fucking call her house and be like, hey, Adrian, it's Mr. Molina. I, I decided I'd help you out. Mark, so it's me, I'll George. Have, I'll have Hi. your birth certificate for you I tomorrow. need to talk like, to you. It's me, George. Just, just fucking, Jim, why would you, he called the fucking security guard to tell him that someone's going to break into the school instead of fucking calling the student to tell him you're not to break into the school. While standing on his mom's grave. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, yes. and, then, and then Jack says so when do I get Grace and I shot myself <laughs> rest in peace Sam uh, and yes Grace just sees the the inside of this birth certificate and runs away so happy uh, so she, this... she runs home thinking of birth certificates and desks this scene made me really like really just very sad this last this scene this was a bummer scene this was a real bummer and I super it was also a bad scene though it was bad too and I really am unexcited to talk about it but uh, also I didn't take so many notes on it so <laughs> don't I worry don't... I took plenty okay so 
Yeah, so Mimsy is apologizing to them for not telling them she has Alzheimer's. She's she, like, I forgot to take my medication. She so. also, uh, yes, she also... I, I tried to fact check that one, but I couldn't get a consensus on whether medication fixes your brain when you have Alzheimer's. She also reveals that she sold uh, their uh, Anne's, like, childhood home. Like, she sold her house and is moving into assisted yeah. living. And it's, like, notice, like, reason, with it in reason, like, very sad that she didn't know this at all. Yeah, but I got weird... a second. I got a secondary cool teen moment here, by the way, which is that Ashley walks in and and she like try she tries to pull up a chair to sit down and and join the conversation and sit down next to Amy's bed. But India Isley looked like she was having the world's hardest time, like getting the chair out of her <laughs> under the desk. I have to watch this again. <laughs> she she's just like fiddling with it and like kind of dragging it because it looked like it was like a wheelchair, not a wheelchair, like a, a desk chair with wheels, but it was like on carpet. So it was like not moving. And she's just struggling with the chair while they're all talking. So here's the weird thing about the scene. So basically, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Mimsy is living in, is going to assisted living because she has Alzheimer's. Mm. Uh, but then she says like, I want to go on vacations and cruises and enjoy what's left of my life. But I was like, wait, don't you have all like, I, I guess I don't know that much about Alzheimer's, but she just said she was moving into assisted living. And then she basically says, I'm going to go on a trip around the world. Yeah. If you, if you don't know much about Alzheimer's, you can just like turn on the news and just see whatever Trump's up to. Ooh, but anyway. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So she makes some comment about like. There's this very nice doctor and his wife, and the, and he said they'd take us on a trip through Europe. And Is I'm it Marshall like, and Kathleen? It's Marshall. It's got to be Marshall. I mean, it's not, but it's it, it is. It's not, but it must be. It, there's it, only it well, here's the thing. There's it only literally, one. objectively, truthfully, isn't, but it has to be. See, here's the thing. There's only one this doctor. Fucking doctor, and, always doing things yeah, he shouldn't do. Yeah, as a like doctor. help people. There's only one doctor out there. Is helping people. <laughs> All other doctors are like Doctor Hannibal Lecter. Uh, uh, Mimsy calls herself a good time girl, which I thought was kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, and, and then the fucking the fucking <laughs> she goes she goes and besides, look at all the people you have to take care of you. And the camera like cuts to Anne and then cuts to Ashley. <laughs> I wrote that down. It's like, <laughs> fucking, oh man, I lost my shit at that. Oh, also, oh, Ashley, I, when Ashley comes in, she's like, "Don't worry, everybody, I'm here. I'll take care of all of you." Yeah, good job. And then she Ashley. starts struggling with the chair. Yeah, uh, that that was this was my my the room moment. I was like, this scene is like a five minute long version of I got the test results back. I definitely have breast cancer. Oh, it is a lot, but. Uh, yeah, this is a bummer. And then basically, uh, Mimsy tells Anne, like, take your mind off of George, go out and have some fun, because your life is gonna disappear right before your eyes, and you'll be yeah, here and then in she my sa- seat. She fucking says, she's, she's like, by the way, I know about, uh, I know about you and George, but don't worry, I'll forget soon. I'm like, what the Whoa! fuck? That's fucking God, that's, dark. That was super, also, I, I feel like the, there's definitely going on in Anne's mind right now is the fact that she probably is also going to have Alzheimer's. Whoops. Yeah, bad. And you know what makes this yeah, sad? Because really... Alzheimer's is genetic. Like Trump's yeah. Trump's dad died of Alzheimer's. I mean, it's um, not a threat. It's just a fact. Uh, you know what makes this bummer scene a bigger bummer? Uh, the fact that it immediately is it the fact that it goes to a phone call with Ben. It's not just a phone call with Ben. Uh, ben is t- so so so. This is so Amy's grandma having Alzheimer's is great news for Ben. <laughs> He's couldn't be happier about this, and I bet that. Like once this oh, gets God. to this gust, he's probably I didn't overjoyed. Understand what was happening? Like what so, the reality of this scene was? Cause- okay, no. So this is this is the thing. So Ben is on the phone. Amy is telling Ben that that sh- her she can't live with her grandma, and that she's gonna stay there. 
Uh, and Ben is like so happy, but as this phone call is happening, he's seeing the same hallucin hallucination Amy on his yeah. like bed. His Amy Tulpa. His Amy. <laughs> oh my god! I was just like, he was so happy, and I and then the episode ends, and I was like, oh, I guess Ben just has two Amys now. But he's I just didn't got a second understand. Amy. That was I not didn't really Amy. What what the reality of that scene was because he's imagining Amy talking and like, to in him his, in his vision. She's like really happy and upbeat and and probably not pregnant and whatever. But the words but, that Amy is saying over the phone are being said through this apparition. To, yeah. So like, so so fake Amy is is like Ben. I'm not going anywhere. And I was like. Foamy. She sounds really happy, but is the reality that she's on the phone, like, crying and, like, I'm not going anywhere, Ben? It, uh, like, because the circumstances of her not going anywhere are not happy circumstances. It's bad shit. Yeah, his, uh, Ben, ben doesn't Can we wear, also... Ben doesn't wear glasses, but if he did, they sure would be rose-tinted. Can we talk also about, uh, the fucking, like, cinematography of this scene? Because when we cut to Ben, he is... Sitting in a chair, like in the in the middle of his room, just centered in his room in a chair. <laughs> He's a crazy person. He's, he has he the word fully Amy. dressed, like in his like sweater. I and, mean, he like, sleeps in his shoes. Shirt. We've discussed like, this. We just <laughs> we just saw Amy's household, and everyone's like in their pajamas. So presumably, it's like late at night, and he's fully dressed in the middle of his room in a chair alone on the phone, the sitting in in this chair so that he can look at the bed and visualize Amy sitting on his bed. <laughs> lightning flashes, and just the words like "I love Amy" are written in blood all over it's the walls. It's the fucking creepiest thing it's I've ever seen. Super cre- like this is, and then it's over. Brand division. I just Ben amazes me because like first of all they wrote this character to be like sympathetic like we're supposed to like ben are you yeah every fucking time an episode ends but with ben, ben talking to amy it's playing like the sweet music but and it's like ben this gets is amy telling him that her grandma has alzheimer's and, and that she can't go like, live with her grandma like she wanted to this is not a sweet scene like all jokes like all jokes about plushophilia and feeding and 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 pregnancy and no fap aside like Every episode, Ben gets shittier and creepier and less healthy and state like like his relate like I I don't care about Ben, but Ben's relationship with Amy is bad for him in so many ways. Yeah, like it is terrible. destroying him as a person. Like it's ru- he's he was ruining a, his life. He was bad at the beginning, like he was a dick. But like my, he's just spite. Like Amy isn't. Yeah, literally when he was talking to Melina earlier in the episode, Melina's like. Maybe you should like just focus on school and try to take your mind off. There this. could be like, a better version of this. I don't show care that... about my education anymore. Like he literally is throwing his life in the in the. Like there's a better version of the no show reason. out there where it like pulls everything back and is like, "Hey, teens, this is what a bad relationship is." Yeah, but, but like, no, it's, they're playing the sweet music and we're supposed to like it. Dude, I'm just I look do photoshops. I, I look through the. I, okay, they I make I made AMVs. A, I, I made a tweet. And I used the secret life hashtag, and and you jo- you jokingly was like this. I this is the first time anyone's used it. First of all, I went into the secret life hashtag. I, I, okay, to be I didn't say first time anyone's used it. I said it first no, time. No, sorry, you said first time in years. like fifteen years as a joke. Uh, that hashtag is semi-active. I still I I looked and I saw it and I still don't believe you. <laughs> it's like there are people who are like, "What's Ben gonna do next?" Tune in. I mean the the last the last one was from like uh, over a month ago. I think still. <laughs> 
There are people yeah. talking about this show. I mean, you say that, but we we're should... making a podcast about it right now. We should be active in this community and try to get some listeners nope. out of it. I'm just kidding. I don't want them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they like that. I don't I'm want sure any. They'd love that. They're like, I love Leo. He's I'm so a Ben good. apologist. Like, you like Leo? Well, check this out. Here's my head exploding because I hate him so much. <laughs> hey, by the way, if you're listening and you're a Ben apologist, don't listen to our podcast anymore. No, that that person doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. The person who's There's... listening to this and likes Ben. Yeah, uh, so... If you're listening to this and you don't like Al Gore, you can just go. Fuck right off. Uh, this is an Al Gore fan podcast, So first what have we learned in this episode? What have we gained? How are we... How has this enriched our lives, Sam? Um... I think I... It's actually in-poured my life. I think my life is worse, having seen this episode. I thought this episode was a huge bummer at the end. I felt, like, miserable after the end of this episode. I thought that the, uh, stuff about, uh... Uh, Amy, or sorry, the stuff about, uh, Alice pulling her taffy was, like, the strangest thing I've ever seen. You know, every episode, I, I've kind of formed a scale, and I, I think I've kind of implied it by the way that I've talked about episodes, uh, recently. Every episode in my mind goes on a scale from episode one to episodes five and six. Or was it, uh, four and four five? And five yeah. yeah. Where is this on, episode... on four and five scale? That's the thing, is that's the scale I've been using, and I feel like I can't use it anymore, because every episode is the worst episode, <laughs> in a completely different way. I thought episode, like, I thought the last episode was okay. Yeah, well, my I died, because I was so angry at it, so I oh, think yeah, I besides that, you on that one. Uh, this episode, I felt like I had Alzheimer's. This one just was the fucking... It was like it was a, it was like the Men in Black brain flasher. I seriously, like, I watched it like it... I finished it moments before I started recording, and I barely remember any of the things that people said or any of the things that people that happened. And if I didn't have my notes, I wouldn't have been able to talk about this episode. Yeah, I just I my it. This show is giving me Alzheimer's. This show is like killing brains. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. did you have a cool team moment? Or yeah, was my it cool just a frog. Uh, my cool team moment was your cool team moment because you you turned me onto it. But but oh, yes, yeah, besides yeah. that, there Mark Mark Molina has a little green frog on his desk, and, like a little beanie baby or something. And I just thought it was really funny. Yeah, there's there's actually a scene uh, later in the show where Mark Molina like holds up the frog <laughs> and he, like, starts to talk to the camera. He's like, yeah, so this is Pepe. He's kind of, a, and then he just gets punched in the face. I was gonna say Mark Molina opens the door and Ben is fucking the frog. God, that's so <laughs> much worse. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Jerking It. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Uh, I, oh, I killed my brother. I guess he's not talking anymore. I'm really upset about what you said about the frog. <laughs> there are pure things in this world that I just have to ruin them, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry for everyone listening. I got nothing. Stay horny. Thanks, Brenda. Brenda Vision.